Back here on Blackhawks Live, 720 WGN, getting you set for the NHL season for the Blackhawks. It begins on Wednesday against the reigning Stanley Cup champs, Colorado Avalanche. Hawks had a bit of a rough preseason as they picked up just one win. It came against the Detroit Red Wings and uh, had some trouble with the offense as the preseason came to a close. But again, it's probably some growing pains that is going to have to just endure at the beginning of the year as these guys are a lot of new faces and figuring out themselves and figuring out these lines. But uh, plenty of good young talent in this Blackhawks organization and a lot of them to be showcased down in Rockford. And with that, we bring in the voice of the Rockford Icehogs. Joey Zakszewski does a fantastic job. He's filled in for the Blackhawks. You've heard him here on 720 WGN. Joey Z, Joey B, what's going on, man? Hey, pal. Thank you so much. First show of the season. It's hockey season, buddy. So excited to get things rolling. And yeah, there's a lot of optimism, a lot of excitement of what's to come for these young Blackhawk prospects. And and some of them, you know, getting another kick at the can for their second or third season in the organization, really starting to develop. So when you look at the season ahead and what's to come with opening weekend, uh, there's there's a lot of excitement and anticipation of, of what this team can do. I definitely want to get into a few of those guys that are on some somewhat of, uh, I don't want to call it a brink year, but it's definitely a year where things might have to be decided sooner rather than later. Uh, but let's start with the elephant in the room, and that's Lucas Reichel, who mm-hmm. is heading back to Rockford. Everyone seems to be totally cool with this plan. Luke Richardson uh, agrees with Kyle Davidson. Sounds like Lucas Reichel took it uh, totally understandably. I do think that there is just a whole lot of transparency going on with this Hawks organization right now. And honestly, I agree with the move too, because you're bringing him down there to Rockford where he can be the star. He can center that top line and he can really uh, find his own. You can't guarantee he'll have that role up here at the NHL. So what are what are you looking at from Lucas Reichel in terms of progression this year based on what you saw from him last year? Well, tell you what, it's hard to beat what he did last year in the American Hockey League level for a 19-year-old to come in and put up 57 points, lead the Ice Hogs, be among AHL League rookies, and just kind of take the, the league by storm in that category. I mean, he had a fantastic first year and a fantastic first impression. You, you talked about the Blackhawks you know, win against Detroit in the preseason, and, and Lucas Reichel had a, fat, had a hand in that one, too. So right. it's a kid that, you know, is 20 years old, and, and I think that's where you talk about the transparency and the development process, and I mean, when I think about what you and I might have been doing at 20 years old, it definitely wasn't preparing for my second <laughs> professional year of hockey and, and, and trying to cut into the National Hockey League. So for this kid to, to be able to come down and, and, like you said, be the star versus scratch and claw for minutes, maybe lower-level ice time in the National Hockey League, not get those offensive opportunities and play that those first-line minutes like he would get in the American Hockey League could, could be detrimental and, and set you back a little ways. We've seen so many players across the league you know, get rushed up first-round selections, get thrown right into the fire quite literally. And for Lucas Reichel, it's an opportunity for, for him to take that patient approach and for a lot of these guys to take that patient approach too and, and to be the guy. He was the guy, and he had a lot of great mentors last year. Brett Connolly, a veteran who came down from Chicago, took him under his wing and really showed him you know, that been there done that mentality and and what it takes to be successful this year he's got a lot of those same pieces guys that have been around the american league been around the national hockey league and have been successful and and guys coming from other organizations too dylan secura coming back into the fold for a a, a second stint in the blackhawks organization so for lucas to be around like-minded people and like-minded scorers that can put the puck in the net or even set up his teammates is going to be huge for him and his 
development moving forward. Because, again, he's just 20 years old. He's just on you know the upswing of what's going to be a great career for him. So there's no need to rush that and, and maybe do any damage by setting him back and putting him in situations that won't allow him to thrive. Yeah, I agree with you. If uh, people knew what I was doing at 20 years old, I don't think I'd have a job right now. So I appreciate that <laughs> that sentiment of us keeping that behind the curtain. Um, where Where's his confidence level at? I mean, you get to deal with him on more of a daily basis. He does seem very confident whenever he's up with the Hawks. Uh, you, you know, just a, a big, bushy smile when he was on that same line as Patrick Kane and, you know, all a all, uh, big grin ear to ear knowing he was going to be playing with the guy that he grew up watching. Um, is it that high and is it even maybe higher down in Rockford, his confidence level? Oh, absolutely. And I think back to the first call-ups that he got last season with the Chicago Blackhawks, and then he was sent back down to Rockford and, and just had a chance to, you know, have an honest conversation with him of, of how did you feel? And he said, you know, with his confidence, he felt like he, he, he felt he was more hesitant. Like he, he, you know, was shying away from, from being the player he was in Rockford, whether it was his playmaking ability, his passing ability, or, or passing up opportunities to even shoot the puck. And, and then he comes back down to Rockford. It took him a couple of games to, to get readjusted, and then he was off and running again. So the fact that even in, in his own psyche has progressed in his confidence going into training camp, I mean, you and I had the privilege of seeing him in the Tom Curvis Prospect Showcase. The guy was skating laps around a lot of these young prospects, and then he moved into the NHL preseason scores in Detroit, and then in the AHL preseason this, in this past weekend, and got into a game against the Iowa Wild and, and looked incredible there with another uh, line mate of his that was with him with the Blackhawks uh, preseason too and Michael Tepley. So I think the fact that he's just making those strides mentally in addition to physically putting on weight uh, and being stronger on the puck certainly will help his cause. So I think it, it's those steps, you know, whether it's it's on the ice or off the ice in this case with his confidence that that'll allow him to to be successful and when the puck drops on on Saturday up in Winnipeg and against the Manitoba Moose for game number 1 of his second year in professional hockey in North America I think you're going to see a lot of that confidence ooze out of the guy. He said he's gained 10 pounds and Anders Sorensen is pretty uh adamant that it, that hasn't limited or uh, held back his speed, his agility, his swiftness, his his ability to get through defense, and I, I think that has showed as well. Um, you brought up Dylan Sakura. I, I don't know, maybe I'm making too much of this guy, but I really like the opportunity that he has with the Hawks this time around because it's a totally different situation. I know it was a preseason game. I don't want to call it a fluke goal, but it was kind of a happenstance thing of him scoring 11 seconds into that preseason game. But it's it's a totally different role for him. He used to be this high prospect for the Hawks that everyone was expecting to, you know, be the next electric scorer and then that didn't happen. So now he's got he comes in with a different role. And I don't know, I just feel like he can really find a way on this Blackhawks roster. Obviously he's in uh Rockford's roster now, but what type of strides do you see him making if any? I think the the progression that he's made even away from the organization these last two seasons, he was with the Colorado Avalanche uh, organization last year, spent most of the year in the American Hockey League, in fact, was sixth in the AHL in overall scoring, and then even got an opportunity with the NHL club a couple of times. And then the year before that, he was with the Henderson Silver Knights and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights organization out out west, too. And that's all coming after his time. And and I think now moving into what's going to be his fifth professional season, I don't want to call him a veteran per se, but here's a kid that's coming off a career year 
year that, again, you know, when you talk about a Lucas Reichel surrounding him with players that have been there, done that, and have been successful, Dylan Secura is, is a great example to lean on of a guy that, you know, has, has tested the waters a little bit, has dealt with expectations, and has succeeded at the American Hockey League level. And like you said, it, it's a different scenario now than when he was a rookie and in his second year when the organization with – you know, even with the Ice Hogs, he was Rookie of the Year as his first campaign, put over 30 points in both of his uh, first two seasons. But like you said, he didn't really quite get that that opportunity and, and really capitalize on his time with the Chicago Blackhawks. Now flip the script a little bit, and you got him in the mix. You got Brett Cini coming over from the Toronto, Mar- uh, Toronto Maple Leafs organization, Luke Philp coming over from the Calgary Flames, which he was in Stockton, and which the, the Stockton Heat had an incredible year in the American Hockey League last year as well. So you mix in all these pieces with guys that are playing in their fourth, fifth, even six seasons and you throw in a guy like a Lucas Reichel or a Josiah Slavin or a Mike Hardman that are still in the infancy of their careers in years two or maybe years three I think that's the the chemistry that you're looking for that's that's the the magic combination that you want is guys that have have seen what the other side can provide how to be successful in it and how to bring that back with him and for in Dylan Secura's case his second stint with the organization. We're talking with Joey Zakshesky voice of the Rockford Ice Hogs here on Blackhawks Live taking you up to eight o'clock tonight Isaac Phillips, Joey, is 21 years old. He was drafted by the Hawks in 2020. So far, he's played four games in the NHL all last year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see his role with this team by the end of it. Uh, a lot of people are thinking it might be like a make-or-break situation. Talking to him during preseason, his mindset seems to be in the right place. He's not putting a lot of pressure on himself. And, you know, I, I put that term loosely because uh, the way the organization is going right now, they want big, young defensemen, so I don't think it's blatantly a make-or-break situation for Isaac Phillips, but what would you like to see him do in his progression, whether you know it's it's more of an elevated role in Rockford or it is that step to be in a consistent NHLer? There's no question he'll be a top defenseman with the Rockford Ice Hogs in terms of ice time and opportunities and, and minutes played, and that's just looking at his career from when he joined the organization early, mind you, because his last year in the Ontario Hockey League was during the COVID season. OHL didn't play, so he comes right to the professional ranks and succeeds. He graduates contract levels, Blackhawks sign him, and then last year was really kind of his first full go at a professional season, so I'd call that his rookie year, really. And then into this season, I mean, there's opportunities aplenty. We've seen the development of Alec Regula progress tremendously and what he's been able to bring to the Blackhawks. Isaac Phillips is right there behind him. Unfortunately, with the, with the injury to Ian Mitchell at the start of, uh, of camp, I mean, it, it was a great battle between the three of them, and, and that was a hot conversation with the three of them even last year going into the postseason was guys scratching and clawing for, for time on that blue line and wanting to be the guy, whether it was in a shutdown role or power play opportunities or just being out on the ice in, in key moments. So for Isaac Phillips, he's going to get the world in terms of those opportunities and a chance to, to have that repetition, put in his 10,000 hours, because as we saw this past weekend, you know, the phone can ring any time and he could be making his way down I-90 from the state line to United Center any moment now. And I think Isaac Phillips is right there on that bubble. And, and the more hours and the more reps he can put in, he's only going to get better. Yeah, definitely a lot of opportunities for a lot of these guys. And uh, I, I really like what I've seen from Alec Regula, especially in one of the more recent preseason games. Just not afraid to shoot the puck on the power play, too. So ho- hopefully more stuff like that from him. Uh, before we let you go, I, I want to get to uh, Arvid Soderblom. Because, mm-hmm. and how cool was it that you and I got to call his <laughs> NHL debut and then his first NHL start? Uh, probably cooler for you because you got to know him in Rockford and then get to see uh, all of that at the NHL stage. But um, 
Another guy that isn't putting a lot of pressure on himself, and again, I think that starts with the front office and the coaching staff not putting a lot of pressure on him. He looked really good in that game against Detroit. Uh, I'm just curious, and I probably should know this, did he play in a preseason game yet? What what have you gathered from him this year? What What are you expecting him to do from progression from last year? Yes, he did. He made uh, he made the first appearance this past Wednesday with the Rockford Ice Hogs uh, against the Iowa Wild out in Coralville, part of their two-game real brief preseason schedule before getting ready for this coming weekend uh, against Manitoba. But he looks cool, calm, and collected. I think last year for him coming in from overseas, the SHL, it was the workload that was probably the biggest thing for in terms of his development and just being able to handle on a nightly basis a guy, you know, how quickly can you turn around a Friday night to a Saturday night or a Saturday night into a Sunday afternoon and, and kind of really work with the grind that an American Hockey League schedule can provide. And he was the guy to do so. He got some help throughout the season, too, and some nights off when he needed it. But just that repetition of, of night after night and the consistency, I think, was the main focus of last season. And, and so he saw success with it. I mean, he earned the most wins by an ISOG rookie goaltender in team history and helped the team on to the postseason. I mean, he had a one nothing shutout victory in overtime of a playoff game. If that doesn't tell you the, the, the calming nerves that this guy can bring to the table and so now it's bringing that consistency into a brand new season where he is going to be the number one guy he's going to get plenty of opportunities to play playing some big moments as well he's going to see plenty of chances whether it's going to be you know both games this weekend against manitoba he's going to see tons of time down the line too of what the american hockey league season, hockey league season brings so for arvid soderblom it's to continue to build on the foundation that he had last year and, and now he's got a rhythm and once he can get locked into that rhythm again Similar to what we were talking about with Isaac Phillips, if anything were to happen up top and Arvid were to be put in those situations where, when we saw him, you know, New Year's Eve or and New, what was it, New Year's Day and the day after yeah, yeah. of last year, when you and I got to, to sit and watch him against Nashville and against Calgary, those aren't going to be unfamiliar territories for him. He's going to come right in and do exactly what he did against the Detroit Red Wings in the preseason, and he'll be that calm goaltender. He's not a flashy guy. He's not going to wow you with razzle dazzle saves. He's meticulous. He's very cerebral in how he approaches the game, and I think he's got another level that he can reach this season. Joey Zakszewski, voice of the Rockford Ice Hogs. Follow him at Joey Z Radio. I guess we buried the lead, Joey. This is your first radio hit on WGN Radio as a married man. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I appreciate it. And to be on the inaugural show of the season, I man, <laughs> I'm, I'm checking all kinds of boxes tonight. I cannot thank you enough. Hey, well, we had to clear our space to make sure that we could bring you in, so we really appreciate you making the time for us tonight. <laughs> thank you, Joseph. I appreciate it, sir. All right, pal. We'll talk to you down the road. Uh, have a good couple of calls coming up. Sounds great. Talk to you soon, pal. All right. That is Joey Zakszewski, again, voice of the Rockford Ice Hogs. Does a fantastic job on play-by-play and always just a great mind to pick in terms of upcoming Blackhawks prospects. We'll be hearing a lot from him throughout the pre- and post-game show coverage and probably more here on Blackhawks Live as well.